0: All right, we got four teams left here in the NCAA tournament between the men and the women of the ACC. We're going to talk about Duke. We're going to talk about North Carolina. We're going to talk about NC State. We're going to talk about Louisville. We're going to talk about, more importantly, how on earth the stars align for Coach K in his final season to get North Carolina ahead of a potentially national championship on the line type of game. And Hubert Davis' first year, can you believe how well he's doing? I mean, some people say it was destiny. Other people are really saying, Why are you surprised? And some are saying we should just be happy to be here. Let's talk about all of that on today's show with Kenton Gibbs of Locked On Wolfpack.
1: You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On
0: Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. I'm your host Candace Cooper, along with my Monday host Kenton Gibbs of Locked On Wolfpack. Today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is reshaping the way you play fantasy sports. Dozens of house-based games to play daily. No charts, no funky props, just your skill versus the lineups you choose. Sign up today at stathero.com/lockedon. Kenton, how you feeling? How was your weekend?
1: Uh, it was pretty good. I, I can't even lie to you. Took a little road trip and uh yeah, everything is everything. I can't complain.
0: No doubt about it. We have some really good teams to talk about here today. 50-50 going on for the men and women out here in the NCAA tournament. So let's start with the men, though. The NCAA tournament has been super exciting. A little bit of Cinderella action, of course, but mostly some of the top Blue Blood teams have answered the call of being great at basketball once again. We see North Carolina and Duke heading to the Final Four in New Orleans. Let's talk about how they got here. All right. And we can throw in Miami because we're nice. So, Saturday, we see Houston and Villanova face off. Villanova does its thing. Cool, cool, cool. Then Duke faces Arkansas. And for this game, I was saying if Duke got past Texas Tech, it would be a sort of, I wouldn't say easy road because nothing's easy. You have to play the game. But it wouldn't be as tense. I felt more confident in the Blue Devils. And they certainly answered the call in the 78-69 victory. What were your thoughts after watching the Blue Devils face off against Arkansas? Were you more impressed by this game? Or do you still feel like there's certain nu- nuts and bolts that they need to get together?
1: I mean... The reason that we all love the college basketball game is the same reason that I'm not too fond of the college basketball game. We're going to talk about this later because they're not the most egregious example of it. But they have gotten it right in three or four games straight, which now is like they've turned the corner. They're better now. They're an entirely different team, which, I mean, in college basketball, that's all that matters. Get into the tournament, flip a switch, and you're good to go. Yeah
0: everyone's brilliant it seems towards the end of the season and we have serious revision history we forget about all the hiccups that Duke had the stumbling blocks that they may have gone through throughout the past couple of games especially towards the end of the ACC tournament and now we're saying this Duke team may be the hottest in the country anybody stopping Duke right now it's it's
1: possible it's possible (laughs) because I'm going to tell you the fact of the matter is Everybody likes to pretend like all of these teams that are performing well right now, this is who they are. These are exceptions. This is not the rule for almost all of these teams that are this deep. Uh, with the exception, I guess Duke is, is one of those teams that they've looked good for a majority of the season. But we've also seen them wet the bed in, in big moments before. So who knows how this next one goes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And listen, we had Jeremy Roach, who I think has stepped up most in terms of people that you didn't necessarily have on paper to be the standout star for their team. He certainly had a great tournament run. His leadership has certainly been essential for them. And then you look at Mark Williams, who I think is the most NBA ready guy here in this Duke, Duke uh grouping. And of course, you know, Paolo doing his thing, but it's AJ Griffin as well, being the ball carrier, having the opportunities to, you know, handle the rock a little bit more, having more confidence in his shot. And despite the fact of getting a little bit of a little bit of getting an injury throughout this tournament he you know juiced up and he's still rolling so that's what we do here during ncaa tournament has anyone else impressed you or maybe any of of those guys that i talked about had really have stepped up in ways that is promising here for these final two games
1: griffin griffin has shown he has shown what it takes not only to be a, a high level pro but a leader a leader in the locker room, like you talked about the 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 injury situation and the fact that he's just soldiered through it. If you watch him on the court, you wouldn't know. He has just continued to show up and show out on both ends of the court for that Duke team, and he is just – he's a big guard now. This is yep. a big, muscular, <laughs> muscular guard, and he uses his body in a way that may cause some problems for Davis and Love coming up here. I mean, yeah, I, wow. I'm pretty sure Leaky Black is going to draw the Paolo assignment, if not uh, Manicor or Baycott. So uh, either way, it's going to be a mismatch against most of them. But I'm if if Leaky Black draws Paolo Bancaro, then who y'all got to the, to check Griffin is going to be the question because that's a big that's a big guard.
0: A hundred percent, and we'll definitely get to these final four matchups. Want to touch on the Sunday games that we had here, Kansas and Miami? Really good. Listen, Miami, they tried. First half, it was like, okay, neck and neck. And then you just saw sort of the air come out up under them, and the carpet was drug, and it was like, all right, it's been real. You've been a top 10 team in terms – you were 10 seed. You came to the tournament with a lot of heart, a lot of fight. You surprised a lot of people with that big Auburn win. But now it's pretty much the glass slippers are off. Let's hang it up and keep it rolling. Kansas just showed how damn good they are. Are and how much they've flown under the radar. I didn't know how good Remy Martin was, but it reassured me that everybody needs to be on notice. And as much as we talk about the Duke and Carolinas of the world, Kansas is nobody to sleep on.
1: Listen, nobody is is going to say that Kansas hasn't played high-level basketball in these past few years. Nobody's going to say that they haven't played high-level basketball at all. But this Kansas team looks different. And with that being said, let's talk about Miami. Miami, I had a a very good tournament run. Overall regular season, up and down. Mm -hmm. But who wasn't up and down in ACC this year? Again, (laughs) everybody is pretending like, oh, the ACC made up uh, uh, almost half of the Elite Eight. So we had a a great conference. Come on. Come on. Come on. The record in the Big Ten ACC Challenge tells people what we did. Come on. We, We got it right at the right time. We got it right at the only time that matters most in college basketball. Not give that. Nobody can argue whether or not the ACC got it right when it mattered the most in in college basketball. Sure, but but don't don't sit up here and play. But Miami, y'all y'all played your hearts out. They gave everything that they had at the end. Kansas was just a little too much. A little bit 100%. too much depth, a little bit too much balance, a little bit too much of this, too much of that. It, it, it shakes out that way sometimes. Miami has nothing to be ashamed of. They sure. can hold their heads high walking out of this tournament.
0: Yeah, it was definitely a second-half run here. 47-15, to 15, Kansas outscored Miami. And then that, like I said, they were great defensively. They were great offensively. And it just was their half. And that's why you play two halves of basketball. And ultimately, while Kansas is out on top heading to the final four, then you had your team – not your team, but just in general – Talking about the ACC, North Carolina beating the Cinderella of them all, Saint Peter's, the one who had all the heart. Coach Shaheen Holloway made you made you realize and how confident you were in saying you don't gotta be scared of much. That's why you play the game. That's why you go up against the big boys because you want to have an opportunity to put yourself on the map. So I cannot. I was not mad either way this game went because of how much heart Saint Peter's have been playing with. However. North Carolina is too talented to really stand up against this uh, St. Peter's program.
1: You know, this game uh, showed that at at some point in time, when these magical runs happen again, you kind of are who you are when you got there. Like at their St. Pete's guards have been playing above their heads. They were, and don't get me wrong, St. Pete's guards have not been bad all year. They played above their heads in the tournament. They played very good ball at. At some point in time, you know, you you just there's a little bit too much size on the other side. There's a little bit too much talent on the other side. And that's that's what happened there. You know that and, and Shaheen Holloway saying you ain't gotta be scared reminds me of, or or they got a lot of kids from New York and New Jersey that ain't scared. Reminds me of a quote uh from my mother that has stuck with me for a majority of my life. You ain't gotta be scared to catch a butt woman. And they they played their hearts out, they gave everything they had. But too much manic, too much Baycott. I mean 20 and 20 for Baycott. What just a dominated performance. <laughs> manic was hitting everything. I mean, the, the young man could not miss. He had the accuracy of Will Smith after a joke about his wife, as far as hitting those shots time after time after time again uh, in that game Sunday. So
0: you had to, right? You just had to. I couldn't you help. Had, it. I couldn't yeah. help it. I couldn't help it. Yeah. Good though. I, I could tell. I could tell it was hurting you not to get a pun in there. But either way it goes. Definitely was happy to see Carolina pull out a good win, a ha- handed win. St. Peter's couldn't make a shot. No matter what anybody tells you, it was a good game and their shots were there. They just were not falling in. And sometimes that's just you know how it rolls for you, right? As much as you Things were going for your way in certain instances in other matchups. It just didn't go that way in this Carolina one. And ultimately they pulled out the 6949 win against them. But again, St. Peter's had a great run, a great story. We know Shaheen Holloway probably gonna go to Seton Hall, do his thing. Hopefully he takes some of those guys with him or they figure out how to transfer into, you know, a better program. Maybe they got some highlights, you know, out of this one. So nothing to hang their hats on. But Carolina is now going to face their ultimate rival in Duke. Want to talk about that here because as much as we wanted to stress about it, we thank, we're thankfully have the Oscars that gave us a little bit of a distraction of that bad boy. We'll talk about it here in just a bit. But I want you guys to take back control of the handicappers that always seem to have the advantage when it comes to betting. You got to get in with Stat Hero NCAA single game picks are right there for you. It's the Final Four. It's not many games left, so you got to get in on this action. Start focusing on the players you know best. There's only four teams left, so you have a lot of opportunities to study the game. And with the best gameplay, you don't have to rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in their games twenty four times more. Often because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you are going up against. So Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fixed. This is what daily fantasy was meant to be. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com for a hundred percent match when you use promo code locked on. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions do apply. We're rocking and rolling here with Kenton Gibbs of Locked on Wolfpack, and we are talking here about some really good games heading into the final four this Saturday. We will see Villanova take on Kansas at 6 p.m. on TBS. Great game, but around here in the ACC country, all eyes will be on... The 8:49 game between North Carolina and Duke just so happens to be the same weekend. J. Cole was coming for Dreamville. And can you imagine? This is just Hoop State energy personified. They got to figure out a way to stream the game during the festival. Just one. But two, how do you not get excited about this matchup if you're from North Carolina? Because this is what everyone has been desiring forever. Or maybe not. I don't know. I personally don't. But there are some people that have always wanted this. Now, I will ask you this. Bragging rights. Does this give you the ultimate bragging rights if you defeat, if one person beats the other?
1: So, uh, Duke, all the the North Carolina, all the Tar Heels, cover your eyes, close your ears right now. Turn away from the program. Now, for the Blue Devils, this is not just, is this redemption? This is your redemption. You understand me? All that extra nonsense y'all did, all that the brotherhood y'all did that got y'all ran up out of Cameron in Coach K's last ever game in Cameron. Let me tell you something if you win this game and you go on to win the national championship, you have taken away Carolina, it erases Trump it.
0: Car. it, it oh, erases it take away it. the Trump card. it erases it, it doesn't it erases erase it. it. it, no, erases sir. it. Let no, me tell you sir.
1: something, let me tell you something, let me tell you something. I have again. You know me, I don't like the fact that in college basketball the regular season basically doesn't matter. I don't like it, but it's the reality. And so, if they go on to win this game and win the national championship, they've erased it. Now, if they no go on to win thing. this game, there's no, no they, such hear thing. Hear me out. Hear me okay. out. If they right. if they win this game and they lose the national championship, Y'all are kind of going car for card, like, oh, we put you out. We beat you last game. Oh, we put y'all out of the tournament in his last run. It's like, mm, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. But if they win this game and win the Natty, hold on now. Hold on now. Because then, then they would say, well, okay, sure. Y'all beat us our last game. How did Roy go out again? Oh, okay. That, you but got Roy, to but
0: see, Roy's not in the conversation. We can't talk about Roy. Don't put Roy in here. Roy went out how he wanted to go out, and that's what he did. He didn't have this whole farewell tour. He didn't have this high praises thing. You're literally going up against a coach that's in his first season versus the coach in his last. Like the paradox is just wild. Like if we just put this on paper, this is Disney Plus movie waiting to happen based on a true story because you can't make this up, right? This in is every sports person's dream. But in rivalries.
1: All of the context does not matter.
0: It does.
1: When when UNC whooped the wheels off of NC State in football, nobody said, "Oh, y'all had Bailey Hockman and, and and Finley's little brother back there." It was y'all got the wheels whooped off y'all in football, and y'all always tell us, "Wait till football season." So the the context in these situations. No don't no matter. no
0: no 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 no. Because when you talk about if we're doing football here, when when NC State beat. North Carolina, in the last few plays of the game, in the season, mm-hmm. it didn't matter what Sam Howell had done for that program. It's all about how he, like, the last few seconds, they tricked it off, essentially. Like, that's what everyone remembers, right? So you don't remember the 50-point loss. You remember the tricked-off in the last two plays. Oh, lost. stop Win. it. Stop
1: Are you kidding? It. Listen, all I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. Uh, now, now, all right, I'm going I'm to talk to the UNC fans, Duke fans. Cover your ears. If you like the blue devil, cover your eyes. Turn away. UNC. Y'all like being the villain. I know y'all like being the villain. You did ruined they? it for St. Peter's. You they played the villain very well at Cameron, did they not? Did they I don't not? think
0: they ruined it for St. Peter's? We all just know that St. Peter's wasn't as talented. Like, come on, bro. Like, you just do it. They much at this they,
1: point. T- they they took the Cinderella about the about the paint what they were brought? they
0: supposed to do like oh we have okay they
1: have played they have played the spoiler fantastically okay. and guess what and guess what y'all can do it again you think that you got the trump card because you put them out of of Cameron with a loss no nah, it ain't enough it ain't enough you put them out here too oh y'all got it forever it don't coach matter what's coming Sire back does.
0: coach K is coming back if I bet you, I guarantee it. Coach K is coming back. He's he
1: too old? He too. He okay. got too many back problems. He got too many. You know. I it, mean, we it, don't
0: it, watch the walk up three times. Man, got a pent walk for real. Like that's what I'm saying. Not,
1: he, he yeah. his, and you know, he may be from a suburb of Chicago or whatever, but that's not who he is no more. Okay, he's not. He, he, he shouldn't be walking like that. He's done. <laughs> North Carolina fans, if y'all go ahead and get this one done, oh man. All um, listen, it don't matter. The record of the, the series does not matter. Who who won the last game does not matter. Whatever it is going does. on in that series does not matter if y'all win this game. If y'all win this one, you've got a trump card unless they go on like an 8 0 run. You've got the trump card. you got, I mean, you've, you've got, got a there's trump nothing card. They but, can say.
0: but see, here here's my thing at the end of the day, we can't. Relive the past and it happened. We have to acknowledge that as much as people want to act like, yes, this will be a big deal, it'll be a huge deal, but you will never be able to have Coach K's final game in Cameron again. Yes, you can go on and win other things. Yes, you're supposed to win the ACC tournament, but you won the ACC regular season. So, like, you're not really underdog, but okay. But again, you don't get to relive that. You don't get to say, oh, well, that feeling doesn't matter. It still mattered. You still felt like crap in that moment. Like, let's not do that. However, I will awesome. say, no, I will say, I think it's going to be either a, a brilliant game or it's going to be one of the worst games we've ever seen because I think Listen, everyone's going to be playing with tight butts.
1: My argument at no point in time here has been, oh, uh, the, the the loss in Cameron all of a sudden disappears. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the trump card that comes out with, oh, that's cool. Y'all beat us in Cameron and Coach K's last game. Good for y'all. Y'all deserve it. Ring. Ring, ring. Get that's... the ring
0: first because it'd be different if it and this would be different if it was a national championship game. Like if we were playing for a national championship, I think we would have a hold. Of, that's the ultimate trump card: beating Duke, beating North Carolina in a championship game on a national stage. Can't ever re- relive that. The final four. The final four as is, as is in, not the, it's, it's, no, the, it's not a ring. When you say ring. All you're getting is a certificate for the final four. Thank you for participating. But that, if, they but Kansas, if they lose in Kansas and they lose to Villanova, it'll be all for naught.
1: But that's why I said. If they win this game and don't win the championship, it's different, but if they win the game and the championship? Oh, y'all beat us in in, in uh uh Cameron? Oh, that's cool. That's that's nice. I, that's okay. real nice. Don't gotta agree I disagree.
0: Cuz I just don't I don't think the way those people were crying in them clown suits and them costumes I don't think anyone can have that moment back. Like Bad
1: is short for fanatic. Those people are called the Cameron Crazies. If you expect them you're to right. be logical, decent, normal, you're not expecting reality. You're not.
0: That's fair. And honestly, I tell you all this all the time. I tell you on Twitter, please don't lose your job over UNC and Duke tweets. Like If neither university is paying, free, paying you to say this kind of stuff, just watch your mouth. That's all I got to say. But as we're rolling here, we all know that it is ACC – time and it is all about the 50% of teams that are gearing up for a really good final tournament. We've talked about the men. Let's touch on the women here after I remind you guys that you're grabbing those treats when you're watching these games and I know you've got a built Bar in the mix. When you go to built.com right now, you can scroll down to the macro chart and I promise you, you'll be blown away. High protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carb bars that'll be so delicious every time you eat them. Compare that to a candy bar that has way too many calories, too much sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Uh, if you want to get mint, brownie, coconut, almond, or even other delicious treats, go for it. I promise you will not be disappointed. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. Offer now is going to built.com using promo code LOCK15 for 15% off. Again, going to build.com for 15% off. Off there it is using promo code locked 15 We're finishing up here locked on Wolfpack host Kenton Gibbs joining me talking about the men's tournament which is going to be exciting nonetheless but we've got really good matchups here for the women you UN- and UNC NC state takes <coughs> on Yukon. Takes on UConn at 7 p.m. tonight and a really great matchup in Bridgeport, Connecticut. A pretty much a home game for UConn. Paige Beekers and company will have to try and get past Alyssa Kunane and Raina Perez and all of that leadership and all of that heart over there with NC State. And I think Wes Moore is going to have these girls prepared for Gino and company. If you had to pick them, who are you going with? I think I know Oh, NC
1: State. NC State all the way. (laughs) NC State all the way. And shame on you for even bringing your university into this. That's not what we're talking about right now. NC State all the way. And, again, I have said this on air. I have said this off air. Them winning this national championship would be the greatest national championship in well over a decade. Again, the committee was designed to uh, ensure competitive balance and prevent rematches and all that good stuff. Well, it's interesting in preventing rematches, especially in the first two rounds, as the uh what was it, Nina King? Is that her name? The the mm-hmm. the A B at Duke. Miss King put together the brackets and the, the committee put together the brackets in a way that ensured competitive balance and prevented um prevented rematches. NC State had two straight. Hmm. Interesting. Not only did NC State have two straight, they had two straight and were put in a situation where they were either going to be having a third straight rematch from every round for the round of 32 all the way up until the final four, or they were going to have to take on UConn in a game that was 100 miles away from their campus, which, by the way, Jonas Pope of the News and Observer had a very interesting observation about. He said, and I quote, there ain't much to do in Bridgeport. I don't understand why this is here. NCAA, you have captured that market for women's <laughs> basketball. Yeah, Get away from the state of Connecticut. No offense to any UConn fans listening. Get away from Connecticut. Go somewhere else to where the people there are just now getting into women's basketball. Go somewhere to where that team is, is there's things to do in that area, and that team is a newcomer to the party. Yeah, I said the same thing about Greensboro. So it ain't just y'all. Greensboro has the ACC Women's Tournament there every year. They did not need a regional. But with that being said, I got to State taken.
0: <laughs> but they need the money at the end of the day. You can't have money. And if you know what works, why try and venture out somewhere else?
1: Because if your are uh, if your ultimate goal is to get the most money possible, mm-hmm. you know how you get the most money possible? do what all these sports are doing. Sports are getting more high scoring because they're abandoning hardcore fans. You know why they're abandoning hardcore fans? They know that hardcore fans will watch anyway. Football Mm -hmm. became offense ball because they know people like me who know the difference between a zero, a one, a three, a five, a six, and a nine technique, we're going to watch the game anyway. People who know the difference between a man zone and a, a zone turn, a man turn and a zone turn, we're gonna watch the game anyway.
0: So yeah, people who know the difference between a fine man and an all right man gonna watch the game anyway. No, I'm that's
1: that's not okay. okay.
0: Well, okay. that's
1: okay. the, the, the <laughs> hardcore. The hardcore <laughs> folks are gonna watch anyway. Yukon, even if you do not have it in Yukon, the reason in Yukon, Yukon folks are gonna watch. They're gonna travel. I promise you. Name me another good team out of any of Yukon's revenue generating sports. Don't worry, I'll wait. Okay, so they're gonna mm-hmm. travel anyway. So with that being said, put it somewhere else. And now I'm done with that because, like I said, it's NC State is going to take this game and they're going to have one of the most difficult roles to a national championship. But there is no there is no easy way. You know what I mean? In the words of uh, Monty Williams, everything you want is on the other side of hard. Ladies, Wolfpack Nation, everything you want is on the other side of hard. So go get
0: Okay. You want to hit him with a go pack or no? You good? Oh, absolutely. Go Pack.
1: You know that
0: the Go Pack was coming. Go Pack. You know. Michigan, Louisville rounding out the field here with an Elite Eight performance. We've got a 9 p.m. game on ESPN. Michigan having a really good tournament run, playing very well. But Louisville is not going away as much as people acted like they were just a little bit off. They're certainly riding the train of the number one seed, and they are set and ready to make that Final Four. Will we see all one seeds potentially in the Final Four? We could. Louisville can we help ab- us out
1: here. We absolutely could. And I think that Louisville is one of the safer one seeds. And let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. Emily Engsler is a player that can defend one through four very well. She's got that Brooklyn toughness to her, and she wears it on her sleeve, and she is a – it shows because she is a gritty, hard-nosed, nasty defender. She's going to get up in you. Wherever you are, she's going to be on you. She's going to stick to you like white on rice. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what I love to see. With that being said, Nas Hillman is going to have a tough time getting those buckets off against her. And at the end of the day, Michigan has played well in this tournament. But we all know when it comes to Michigan, if Nas Hillman ain't getting it going, it's going to be a tough time beating a good team uh, like a Louisville that has Van Liff, that has Cochran, that has – Inksler can do something offensively as well. So, you know, you're, you're looking at a tough time.
0: Absolutely. I think Haley has had a really good tournament. Haley Van Lith, she's been, you know, balling every single time she's touched the court and it's just going to be very interesting to see how they can remain poised in maybe getting down or maybe being in tight spots because Michigan loves to rattle you. They love to even stay close to make you feel like they have a chance. And as we've seen in this tournament, they've come out on top. So they've got to put it away early here. And I hope that they get it done in this late night venture, but that is all the time that we have today wrapping up the final thoughts here basketball has been fun if you have not checked out any of the pro days i promise you football talk is coming back got a lot of spring games happening in april around the bend so you don't want to miss that as well kenton the expert here when it comes to women's hoops as well as football please remind these folks where they can find you follow your work
1: you can find me at locked on wolfpack wherever you're listening to this you can find me at lo underscore wolfpack on twitter
0: Love to hear that, guys. You can follow me on Twitter at Candice D. Cooper. You can hit me up anywhere. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure that you give us a follow and leave us all good reviews on anywhere you listen to podcasts. I think that about covers it. You know, I would hit you with the go heels, but I'm supposed to be neutral on this bad boy. I will say, final thoughts, man, Twitter, I get it. Like, we know a lot of things get shocking, but like I always repeat, don't lose your job over these rivalries. <laughs> it's not that deep.
1: Again, well, listen, I, I know I gave up three tendons for my university. Now, let me explain something to y'all, okay? Do you think that if your university uh was put in a position to risk their livelihood, to risk everybody's paychecks, to support you, to go too far and cross boundaries for you. You think they'll do that? Okay. So don't do that for anybody that wouldn't do it for you. Don't do it. It's not don't smart. Do it. It's not wise. Okay.
0: Right. And if you're responding to people on Twitter, just expect to get response back. I think a lot of people feel like they could talk tough behind keyboard, but just know you talk tough over here. I'm gonna go. I am gonna to respond to you, even if it's Carolina people coming out this Saturday night. Don't worry. Oh, I'm about a blocker.
1: It. I'm I'm a blocker. I'm a big really? Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace was always my favorite player in basketball for a reason. <laughs> I'm a blocker. I'm a <laughs> no, blocker. No, I'm gonna give, give you what you're
0: looking for. I'm gonna give you what you're looking for because you want to come over here talking mm-hmm. some stuff. talking about you just talked on Twitter. I got what you're looking for. So we say all that to say. We hope you have a great Monday. Look forward to talking about these women's games and more importantly, getting you ready for that Carolina Duke matchup. We will be having some conversations, of course, with lots on Blue Devils Locked on Heels podcast. Go follow them. The timed what a time to be alive. Go follow Locked on Wolfpack. Go follow Locked on Louisville. All of the good stuff here. So for Candace Cooper and for Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs, until next time.